You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know what it is. You know who it is. You know who's in the building. G-Sizzle. J-Sizzle's in the building. So, Jay, let's start it off with Chicago Bears. They're in training camp right now, but there's some things going on. In fact, over the weekend, we've had some disturbing news about testing for COVID, and now we found that practice has been postponed because of false positive testing. Nine players tested false positives. So, Jay, what are your thoughts on what's going on as far as the NFL is concerned with COVID testing? Look, man, these Bears, man, they had they have some some uh, camp, some company up in New Jersey that three or four other teams have sent their test results to, and it came back positive. So they're not really sure what's going on with this. They just sort of postponed it to make it look like they're trying to stay in compliance whatever needs to be done. We don't know what's really going to happen until unless these other facilities come up and saying that these, some of these bears are positive. So they're just a wait and see right now, but this might not be a much to do about nothing. Right. It is a lot of, a lot of fuss going on. And you're right with the bears. You have to ask yourself, what is the main thing going on? But is it unsettling that these positive tests are coming back? Could that mean, because they've said it's not the test itself that it's the faculty. So I don't know if it's the facility they're sending it to or who's doing the testing, but is this testing method going to work for the NFL throughout the season? Well, the problem is like anything is very disconcerting if you're really counting on these tests to keep the COVID-19 at bay. And we look up and see that there's problems. From what I understand, there, there are a number of problems with each one of the different type of tests that are being used. Some are only coming back in four or five days. They got some tests that come back faster, but they're 85% accurate. So you have to take them multiple times during the course of a day. So right now, there's really not an actual um, handle on what's going on with the COVID-19 situation. But I think the Bears really need to go take and go down and go call the Chicago Cubs because the Cubs have been really well. They haven't had any COVID-19 problems so far, and they've, they've handled it real well. So um, it's it just if these guys are going to be dedicated enough and be professional enough to stay inside, quarantine themselves, and not put the, the rest of the team and the NFL season at chance. Yeah, let's talk about this NFL season. Let's talk about where we're going Moving forward, when you talk about the Chicago Bears, you're really stuck talking about two players in particular, Mitch, the quarterback, and then you've got the other quarterback. But is it another quarterback? Is there really a true quarterback race at this moment, or is it just Mitchell Trubisky? Wait a minute. You mean they didn't sign Cam Newton? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was no Cam. No Cam? No Cam? Look, man, either, either, either – either Mitchell Trubisky is playing up to Nick Foles' potential or Nick Foles is playing down to Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know which way this is going, but neither one of these guys has has separated from each other in camp right now. And that's a problem. That's a problem. I was waiting. Hopefully either Mitch pushes it up, pushes ahead, and really takes the reins of this team and moves forward, or Nick Foles is just going to come in and be a superior quarterback. Now we're looking at we don't know. We're still in La La Land, and you had Cam Newton. Now he's up sitting up there with the New England Patriots, and you could have had him for a five-guys hamburger. 
Uh, it, it's a real problem. If, if these guys don't separate themselves, then we can see a really big problem at the quarterback position. Yeah, it's something that you're looking at where you read reports and those who've been at camp, they say that Mitch looks good with the second stringers and some of the rookies who were there, but Nick Foles is getting better rep, reps, reps with the starters. I don't know. I don't know really what to make of it. Is this offense going to break the Bears this season? Oh, definitely. But I'm going to tell you what the real key to this offense, I think, right now is to get this running game going. David Montgomery has to get going this year. He has to be quicker in the hole. He has to be the guy um, when he first came out that we thought he was going to be. Nobody really knew what he was, and all of a sudden he had these flashes the first couple of ball games that he played in, and then he regressed. So we got hopefully he went on a better offseason regiment. They say he's looking smaller now, uh, looking quicker, and that he comes in and solidifies this um, running back situation because I'd hate to see a Cordero Patterson starting at running back for the Chicago Bears. Well, let's talk about that real quick. What about Cordero Patterson becoming a running back and being set in as your number two running back in the backfield? Um, that would be a really sad day if that happened because now you're looking at a guy who's not a specialist at running back. You're looking at a guy who's not – he's not even – he's not a Taysom Hill type player. This is a guy – you're playing him there because you don't have anybody who's better than he is, but he's not an actual NFL running back. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can we get some NFL quality running backs to play football for the Chicago Bears? If he's running – if he's not back there other than just some gadget plays or some wildcat – and I don't really know if he can throw the football that well. But if he's not doing that back there, you see him lined up in the backfield, you know, second and third down, that's going to be a real problem for the Chicago Bears. Okay, so what if we're talking about the Chicago Bears moving to more of an outside run system than an inside run system? Would that benefit Cordero Patterson and Tariq Cohen and maybe help David Montgomery in his progression as he moves down the field? Well, it all depends. Now, it all depends on on, on your um, – your, Tight end core, can they secure that edge to to get to get to get to the outside or expand that offensive uh, line, expand it to the sidelines and keep the defense running um, sideline to sideline instead of producing pushing upfield? We know that right now Jimmy Graham is looking pretty good, but he's never been a great blocker. We know Kamen is looking really good um, in there as much as he can look good in some padded practices, but we don't really know is he that guy is going to be to set the edge? So you got to be able to set the edge offensively and keep that uh, keep those uh, defense running sideline to sideline to be able to work that outside zone. If you can't do that, now we're going to have to work misdirection in the middle. So a lot of it has to be on scheme, but a lot of it has to do with how these tight ends are going to block. So let's look at, you talked about scheme. The major thing, we've talked about Nick Foles, we've talked about Mitch Trubisky, we're talking about David Montgomery. Is this scheme or is Matt Nagy running the scheme that will be right for Bears' offensive success for next season? We don't know. We don't know because he had to dumb down the offense from last year. We understood that Mitchell Trubisky could only take in so much. That's why Matt Nagy said, well, now he's, he's, he's in the graduate studies of this offense. So that just shows us that he didn't have the understanding of the offense last year. He couldn't get through his first and second progressions, and we saw that happening on the field. So now it all depends how good are these quarterbacks? How good is Nick Foles? Can he learn the terminology and be ready to go? Can um, Mitchell Trubisky somehow or another go to Krypton and put on a Superman cape and come down and be the super, the second overall pick uh, in the NFL draft and outplay Patrick Mahomes 
and I'll play another young fella, Deshaun Watson. I'll play Lamar Jackson. Can he be that guy? Because that guy, the second pick, is supposed to be playing like these guys and not playing like a journey backup man, Nick Foles. So the biggest question is, who is better? Is Nick Foles better than Mitchell Trubisky, or can Mitchell Trubisky be Nick Foles? I think that's the biggest question, and I don't know an answer, Jay. I don't know what we have with both because I don't see a difference, and I don't see anybody, as you said earlier, who has separated himself. But if you had to give your best guess at what's going on right now, who would you say at the beginning of the 2020 season will be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears? I'm pretty sure it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky, without a doubt. I'm pretty sure it's going because I think if Nick Foles goes out there, you're going to lose Mitchell Trubisky uh, for the rest of the season. I mean, he wouldn't even be a really good backup. Nick Foles, if he comes in and doesn't get the job, he's used to being a second fiddle. You know, he's, he's just used to being that guy. So I think you got to run Mitchell Trubisky out there. Uh, I, even even if, if Nick Foles is looking better than he is and not by a great distance, you still got to run Mitchell Trubisky out there. Hopefully this offensive line is going to give him enough time to stand in the pocket and he'll be able to deliver the football. Now, the one thing he does have over Nick Foles that he's um, far more athletic than Nick Foles is. And Mr. Trubisky can throw the football. The problem is he just throws the football to the other team. The other team wearing a different jersey than the Bears. That's what the problem has been. Or he doesn't know where to throw the football and he ends up throwing it in the grass over somebody's head. So if he can get his mental game together, I'm not the physical side of Mr. Trubisky, I'm not worried about. It's the mental side of Mitchell Trubisky. I think he has a lot of rah-rah and a fight in him, but I think he needs a little bit more professor in him to make this offense run. You know, that's a good question to ask you moving forward. We wonder what's been going on with Mitchell Trubisky, and you've just spoken a little bit on it. But can you expand and expound a little bit more on the mental side of Mitchell Trubisky? Because that, to me, is where the real issue is. Is he mentally ready to be an NFL quarterback and to lead these Bears? Well, I didn't think he was really ready to be an NFL quarterback being the second pick overall. He could have been an NFL quarterback in the fourth and fifth round. That's where he should have been an NFL quarterback at. The issue is right now he would have been in a, in a probably a better situation, number one, and he would have came in with the pressure of being the number two overall pick. He just wasn't ready. He didn't have enough college games. And I don't even know if he had played, you know, from his his, his uh, sophomore year on and started all the way through his senior year, if he would have been ready. Physically, he's ready. But, again, it's the mental side of the game. So the question is now, did Mitchell Trubisky not put in enough time with his playbook? Was he not the first guy in uh, into the facility, in the Bears facility, and the last guy out? He wasn't that guy when he came in here? Because that's a problem if your quarterback is not that guy. So are we saying now that he's ramped it up, He's really putting in the work. Well, I got a problem with that, too. How did you put in the work when you first got here? So my whole question is right now, can, can Mitchell Trubisky be the quarterback for the Chicago Bears? Does he have the mental acuity under fire to make the right pick, to throw the ball to the right person? And will this team uh, follow Mitchell Trubisky into battle? Uh, because if not, if, if not, you're going to see a mutiny going on with the Bears. And the Bears right now, if they don't do it this year, really make a run for the Super Bowl. I can't even believe I'm saying Bears the Super Bowl right now. But if the Bears don't really make a run, then they would have wasted one of the best defenses the NFL has seen. Wow, that's a big statement. That is a big statement. Let's talk about the defense for a few seconds. 
is this defense better than it was last season? Is this defense back to where they were year prior to? Well, as long as Akeem Hicks can play. You know, I, I you said it last year, and I sort of poo-pooed it on when we were on the, when we were on the uh, on the radio last year on the radio station, and you said, "Oh, you know, Akeem Hicks is 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 going to it's so important, it's so important to." The, and I'm like, going, how can one man be that important to a defense? We have, you know, you have probably the greatest um, outside linebacker the game has, has seen in Khalil Mack. You had a, a, a number of good uh, linebackers that played real well. You had guys up front playing real well. You, I mean, you, you had really good. And all of a sudden, we saw the Bears start to slide when Akeem Hicks wasn't in there. And so this is a guy, I know he sat out practice Saturday because um, he had a little tweak, a tweak of his hammy. Um, so we're going to see, can, this, can Akeem Hicks stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy, now you're going to see the Bears defense be back where it needs to be because they're going to get that push from the center. If not, all of a sudden, now you're going to see double teams from uh, uh, double teams going to Khalil Mack. And now Mr. Quinn on the other side, who's been brought in, has to come in now and do what he needs to do and to put pressure on the quarterback from the other side. If that doesn't happen, it's going to be a long, long season. You know, we've already seen a couple of injuries to Bears, some of the projected starters. How do you feel about the rookies that have come in? Do you think that they'll be able to come in and fill some voids that were left last year by some players who left via free agency or who were just injured and not able to play. The one guy I'm super excited about is Cole Komet, the tight end. From what I understand, he's been under the tutelage of Jimmy Graham, and they say he is going to be a superstar. That's what they said. Now, I haven't seen a lot of about him yet, but guys who touch on Gibson, the safety says, hey, this guy runs routes like you wouldn't believe. He's faster than what you think he is. And everything that's thrown to him, he catches. So that is the one guy out of all of them right now I'm looking forward to seeing because if the Bears can finally get an active tight end that can push downfield and make those safeties have to uh, uh, account for him going downfield, if they can do that, that's going to open up everything in the slot. That's going to open up the wide receivers, and it will open up the run game because you have to honor him releasing downfield. If he's just a guy, he's not going to get downfield like we've had 27 different tight ends play for the Bears, and none of them at all made any difference whatsoever. Didn't matter. I could have been playing tight end for him. But if you got a guy out here who's actually going to push him down the field, if Jimmy Graham can can rub the genie bottle and just come out and do, and be a little bit of Jimmy Graham, the, the old Jimmy Graham down there in the Superdome, if he can be that guy, then I think we're going to be something special. That's the guy I'm looking for. It's Cole Komet. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you would I would think he would be a really good pick to be your rookie of the pick. But let me ask, with Artie Burns going down with an ACL injury, carted off the field, is this a point where you have a rookie corner who can come in and start and be the starting quarterback at the beginning of the season? Can you depend on a rookie quarterback? Is this is a rookie quarterback even going to work on this kind of defense, this elite defense? Well, the thing about it is, can he cover? I mean, in this in this type of defense where uh, you're getting a tremendous amount of pressure, you got to give time for Khalil Mack to get there. You got to get a time for Robert Quinn to come off the edge. You got to get time for Akeem Hicks to make that push up the middle. So you got to be able to cover on the outside because you're going to be sitting on an island. The Bears are going to blitz this year. We know Chuck Pagano, he likes to do that. 
So if you got a guy who can run, who can cover, we know he's got good speed. So we'll see in the NFL if he doesn't fall for the okie doke, if he doesn't fall for the sluggos too many times, and he just and he stays there and he can stay in the hip pocket of these wide receivers streaking down the field, then he can play. But we might, because of injuries, we might have to force a guy in there. These corners are not a dime a dozen. Really top NFL corners that could just cover their quarter of the field, not shut down half the field, are hard to find. And so we're going to see. We don't know because we don't really. We're not going to have any preseason. These guys are going to come out and start firing right from the beginning. So hopefully he can come in and play real well from the beginning. Yeah, we don't know what Jalen Johnson's going to offer, but hopefully it will be the same type of production that you got out of Prince of Mukamara, but we don't know. We'll see. Uh And without having a training camp, as you said, Jay, really without having those preseason games, you don't really get that good fire. So I think it's going to be a sluggish start to the season when guys are just trying to find their way and make the season work and get all the little details and then get everything ironed out, all those little quirks out. But you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here on Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television. And look, if you're not listening to us on Iron Skillet Television, you can find us on YouTube. We love our YouTube fans because they love us. And if you're not listening to us, by uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I mean, dude, you can find us anywhere. Seriously, anywhere. And if you want to find Iron Skillet Radio, wherever you go and get your podcast, be it Apple Podcasts, be it Google Podcast, or be it Stitcher or Spotify, we are there. Just look for Iron Skillet Sports. So you know what it is. You know who it is. It's Iron Skillet Sports presentation of The Sizzle, and we'll catch you on the other side. CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Main Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto. The scent for you. Experience the region's best place for fragrances, body oils, shea butter, and African black soap. Visit them at either of their two locations at the Savemore Plaza, 921 Broadway, or Fresh County Market, 2550 Arthur Street, both in Gary, Indiana. Give them a call at area code 219-512-4753. The Scent for You, the number one source for premium grade fragrances. Also look for them at thescentforyou.com. You're listening to The Sizzle 